Start your day the KUAM way with our new streaming shows on Facebook Live each weekday. Here's your starting lineup. Mondays, we'll give you a glimpse into our morning meetings with the KUAM news team. Tuesdays, join our group chat with Chris Barnett. Wednesdays, it's crime time with the island's law enforcers. Thursdays, get the latest info with Dave Delgado, who's in the zone. And Fridays, we get Fit AF, fitness and fun. And the best part, all our shows are completely interactive, so you're directly part of the conversation. Join us Monday through Friday starting at 9 a.m. Start your day the KUAM way. Today, this is Jonagan Charfris, uh, senior producer for KUAM News. And for this episode of Reporters Journal, um, I wanted to take the opportunity to talk up uh, the news special for the month of April. As we know, April is Autism Awareness Month. I wanted to focus um, our news special, which premieres April 22nd, which is Monday, uh, 6.30 p.m. on Channel TV 8 and 7.30 on Channel 11. Um, I wanted to focus not so much on the statistics and, you know, the information behind it because, you know, that's where primetime news comes in. I wanted to have an opportunity to to share some of the stories of the families and the kids and, and what they go through. And I have with me in studio Major Josephine Bloss, who is part of um, Autism Community Together, and she's also featured in uh, the new special. So half a day for jumping in, Major Half a day, thank you for having me. <laughs> and thank you for taking the time to uh, to focus on our, our kids for and our families for Autism Month. And you know, and, and the thing about it too was that um, you know, we were we were discussing during uh, your interview that um, you know something that you could get out to the community, and it's you know not to be quick to judge. You know, when they see like a a, a child maybe having you know a tantrum or our being out of line, um, and and I think that's what I wanted to focus the special on was to show the the challenges, you know, the good and bad days, and and um, because you know people won't know if they don't see what right. what some of these families and the, one of the reason one of the things was when I was thinking about doing this special um, from the very beginning I always wanted to reach out to you to see if you wanted to participate um, you know we've I've corresponded with you mostly to set up interviews um, you know um, people see you obviously you know you're doing a lot of um, um, PIO work but you know I'm sure that there are many out there too that aren't aware that you know your son joseph is autistic right and 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 i always admired the fact that you have been able to you know juggle this this you know this very demanding job and then you know go home to your to your boy and and be this you know awesome mom and and how do you i mean you know it could be very sometimes work itself it's just so draining but um when I go to home to my son, I know that he's my special little guy, and I have to give um, a lot more patience, um, try to be a little understanding. But, you know, it, it hasn't been hard mm-hmm. because, of course, when it's your child, you'll do anything for your child. But, you know, I think um, 
Joseph is just, he's changed my life. He's, he's made me um, so much more understanding, so patient. And, you know, sometimes we, we just laugh about it. So now he has this thing with French fries. So French fries <laughs> is all he eats, right? And if he gets tired of one or if you, if you make him a box of French fries, those microwavable boxes, he's got this new thing where he smells it. And if he doesn't like the way it smells, he'll dump it and he wants you to make another one. And I'm like, Joseph, we don't buy French fries to give it to the mm-hmm. birds or the chickens or something. But, you know, it is what it is. And you just learn you, you learn to just laugh about it because that's just the new um, that's just the demeanor he's taught me. Mm-hmm. You know, being in the military, right, you're used to everything going as planned, especially if you're an officer. Right. You could tell somebody he'd do this and it'll get done. But. You know, Joseph doesn't see me as as Major Bloss, uh, an officer, <laughs> anybody in the military. I'm mom, and I just do what moms do, and we just take care of our kids. I know you're mentioning during the proclamation signing um, that um, he does. He, they don't run by. He doesn't run by your schedule. You run by, <laughs> by his I, schedule. You know, and it's crazy because sometimes it's like Joseph, we're running late, but no, he wants to do this, and you have to take care of whatever he wants to do, or the whole day is just not going to go as planned and you know I always say the military has trained me to be flexible but Joseph he's like giving me a master's degree in being (laughs) flexible because it's just like oh my god really but um, you know like I said we'll do anything for our kids and we just learn to be flexible for them and I know that you know with uh, with one thing when I was interviewing all the parents uh, upon the diagnosis of their child um, you know, there's that that feeling of okay, you know, what, what did I mean? do? Yeah. yeah, what do I do? And and um, you know, then realizing that there is there's ACT, the, you know, the autism um, community together, that there's this really big support group of you know, because you've at, when you initially hear the diagnosis, you feel like you're alone. Yeah, you're alone. You're helpless. And then you know. when you know that there is this group that you can go to, which essentially now is has become like part of your family, because I know that um, you have like a chat group and yeah. whatever you have, um, you know, it's really awesome because, you know, every little accomplishment, which it's nothing for for normal kids if you want to use that word um it's we we celebrate it you know i mean this morning somebody put on the chat my boy said mommy restroom and then he went and peed and he and he pooped and he was done and he came and gave me a kiss and you know most people will say okay your son is eight years old big deal Mm -hmm. but you know my son he's still learning to be potty trained and he's almost 11 so seeing something like that it gives the rest of us hope but mostly what it what it gave me when i saw it i smiled and i just it was a good feeling because mm-hmm. you're sharing with them the accomplishment because now they're part of your family and to tell you the truth when people call me and they say i want to join act i haven't even met them yet i just say can i get your name and and your phone number or some usually they're calling me from a cell and i'll say can i add you to our chat and it's months before i ever meet them in person but i feel like i know them just because of the chat and i know it's always it's always uh, blowing up. It is always. <laughs> Sometimes we have to say, hey, guys, you know, that was a really long message. Can we slow down a little? But, you know, it's people are, are so comfortable because they're, they're communicating with others that understand. Mm-hmm. You know, understand that, hey, maybe my son won't be potty trained till 15, but 
we understand that, that that's some of the limitations or some of the understanding. When when we tell each other, you know what, sorry, I'm running late. My son's just having one of those days. They understand. They don't, yeah. there's no big deal. When we're having meetings, believe it or not, and our kids are really loud in the background, it doesn't even phase us because we're so used to it and we're just talking like nothing where I think other people would be saying, hey, can you quiet that child down or something for us? It's not a big deal because we understand. Yeah. And you know, the thing about it too was um, when doing the uh, interview too, I mean, I, you know, like you know of um, autism, um, you know, you know like the, 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 the definition, but there are so many, I guess, you know, when, uh, I guess not symptoms but i guess that there's characteristics that right it's no not i don't think i've met a parent where it's like the the, the, the same the child is the right same as the and other. that's why they call it a spectrum because you could be high functioning and so sometimes parents go my son can't be um autistic because look he's so high functioning yeah mm-hmm. but then when he starts showing some of those quirks or has a meltdown because something triggered it then they say oh okay and that might be the difference whereas you can have another one that's just low fu- lower functioning and it's just totally different when you compare that there's just no comparison mm-hmm. you know and there's you know verbal nonverbal, and um just finding out some of the i i call them quirks because they're 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 interesting to know you yeah. know they're almost like we're to the point where it's you know fascinating that like your boy he loves fries you know and there's a you know he's very particular with the fries um one of the parents i interviewed um one of her children um it's i guess like the pressure of the water and she's so you know what normally is a maybe you know 10 minute you know you know bath time or shower time turns into a couple of hours because they slowly have to turn the water on and get their child comfortable and you know to go into the water and to feel the water on them my Uh, son can stay in the tub and it's so for him he doesn't care for the shower itself but he likes baths and he can stay in there for hours (laughs) it's just so comfortable for him to just be in the water I mean, I'm sure GWA, our water bill is just going up there. But, you know, if that's what's going to make him comfortable mm-hmm. and happy, that I'll do that for him. You know, he doesn't ask for a lot of things like a, like a typical child would ask. So if he wants to stay in the tub for three hours tonight, I'll let him stay. <laughs> and, you know, I'm sure that there are those moments where it gets really tough. I guess, where do you mm-hmm. gather strength? Or where do you, I guess, find that, that you know, the, the ability to kind of, you know... Calm down. Yeah, I, you know, and and there are times when I'm ready to fly off the handle and I want to strangle him, but, you know, I stop and I catch myself and I stop and I I usually take a deep breath Mm -hmm. and and say, what are you doing? You know, and I, and I really, um, I ask God for, for help and, and for strength Mm -hmm. and to try to just, um, I won't, I don't want to say deal with the situation, but manage it. Mm -hmm. So my, because if I go, if I fly off the handle, so will he. So if he's already having a meltdown and I have a meltdown, it's not going to make the situation any better. So I try to just gather a lot of strength and I pray a lot, you know, to try to, to try to um, get through the situations. You know, with um, one of the parents I interviewed, it was former Senator Eileen Yamashita. And she was mentioning that, you know, you could, you almost know parents of those um, with autism because there's a there's a way that they uh, they speak, and you know I was like oh you know I wonder what she means. But then looking back at my interviews, 
there is a almost like a calm demeanor with the parents that I, I uh, had the opportunity to interview. And, um, you know, I'm sure it's because you have to, it's, it's, you're having to um, do that to, right. To, you're having to show them yeah. that you're composed. If, if they're flying off the, to me, that's the only way you can calm them down is to be calm. And like I mentioned to you uh, before, he's made me very patient, mm-hmm. you know, being in the military, sometimes you fly off the handle with your airmen or soldiers. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, but now, I mean, even they tell me, wow, man, you've really calmed down, <laughs> but you know, and I say, well, it's okay, but I, I don't take anything, you know, when something's not going right, I don't fly off the handle mm-hmm. anymore. And I, attribute that to my son that I've had to um, I've had to change mm-hmm. and be able to handle the situation but be able to show others my son being one of them that hey it's okay uh, we're handling this we're going to deal with it we're going to get through this you know and the last time that I had interviewed um, um, former Senator uh, Yamashita it was um, for an autism it was a five-part series and it was back well, I was only think almost six years ago and at the time, you know, she was mentioning that it was really important to get awareness for autism out there. Um, and then fast forward to today, do you feel that that it's it, that it's improved? That the word is out more and more. I do. It's it, we still have a, a way to go, but I I think it has because sometimes when my son is having one of those moments, mm-hmm. somebody I really don't know, they'll come up to me and they'll say, "It's okay." It's okay, we understand. And I'm getting goosebumps right now because (laughs) when I hear somebody say that, you know, I'm already starting to get uptight because he's having a meltdown. But when somebody comes and says that, it's such a calming feeling that because somebody's supporting you saying it's okay versus when you experience somebody talking behind you about maybe your um, child, your naughty child, Mm -hmm. your ugly gut child or something, you want to turn around and say something. But, you know, like I said, I've I've been calm and I just turn around and I say, you know what, he's having, he's not having a good day, you know, and just try to give him that, hey, can you give me a break look? And sometimes they turn around, sometimes they just keep mouthing off and, but, um, Back to your question. Yes, it has improved because I think there's more and more people that are getting the word that when you see a child, don't be so judgmental because they might be going through something. Mm -hmm. And my parents are a good um, example of that because they said, boy, before we knew Joseph, um, they might have had that judgment call. But now they say, oh, maybe he's autistic. Maybe he's having a bad day. And, you know, if somebody can just think like that, then, then you know, all the more better for those of us that are going through some of those challenges. I mean, and, and I think, too, with, with or, uh, nonprofit organizations like Hunter Speaks and ACT, um, really charging, you know, paving the way to get the, the information out and, and what the, the types of services and, and um, you know, therapies that Guam lacks and, yes. we, and we desperately need. Um, I know that, you know, with um, and it's discussed in the news special that, um, you know, that DOE or, you know, uh, that there needs to be more training for the teachers, because right. I think with GDOE, there are over, um, I think, 200, I think close to 300, close kids, to 300. Yeah. Right. And that are that are in the public school system. And um, there's just not enough 
you know, um, to, 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 you know, therapists and, right. to, you know, to cater to all these children. And um, when they're put into classes and, you know, the teachers, they want to help. Yes. But I uh, but according to uh, in the in the words of um, Eileen, she was saying that. Um, it's just that they, they're not equipped right. with the right tools and the, edu- you know, and the training and the education. And that needs to be a focus because, you know, her boy is 28 years old and, um, you know, he's he's currently working as a forestry aide with the Department of Agriculture. Nice. But that was something that needed to be. She had, had to work had that. Him, yeah. you know, weaned into. So she was saying that um, it's important to kind of, I guess, gauge what your child wants to do. And from sixth grade, just slow, you know, start, slowly start to get them into the habit of. So by the time they graduate, they can go into, you know, find a job that right. that you know best suits what they're what they want to do. Um, and and I think you know I think it comes down to funding. I'm assuming. a lot of it is funding, and then um, I think, and I'm not. My son's not in the uh, in the DOE system, but. You know, just from hearing others talk, just from what the news is saying, a lot of times their one-on-one aides are temporary, mm-hmm. right? They're temporary hires, and so the following year they need to rehire them versus just knowing that your child is going to that school can continue yeah. working with a specific aide. So my son goes to Dodea, and so he started when he was three, and although he's gone through three, three or four teachers the aides have been pretty consistent. I mean, some of them change out because mm-hmm. they're military spouses and they change out. But the core group have, have been the same. And I think that's gone a long way to him being comfortable and being able to do what he needs to do to improve because he's comfortable with who's there, with, with their routine, and he's able to do that. Whereas if every year they're going to go back and wonder if this aide is comfortable or knows how mm-hmm. what you know what makes what makes them tick or or what works for the child it, it's a little harder on not only the child but the parent yeah. and you know on our chats we see that and I just I feel bad because I, I understand that sometimes when my child is learning somebody new it's hard on them because they're so used to routine mm-hmm. and and not having that routine is hard and you know she was mentioning too that one the one to one aids don't get I guess you know that they need to be taken better care of. I yes. guess she was saying that um, they you know aren't I guess um, they're limited term like right. you were mentioning. Um, they don't have certain benefits, but yet they are the essentially the the keepers <laughs> the, of our yeah. of our special yeah, children because they know you know they they create this this routine with their child. Yeah, and they bond with yeah. them and. Um, so she was mentioning that, and, and I think one of the things, too, that was of her concern, because her son's an adult already, was um, job coaching. Um, there's no, uh, you know, there's no job coaches here, and so essentially she, you know, sometimes has to, you know, be there for right. her for her son. Um, but, you know, all these things, you know, it's, it's funding, I guess, all comes down to it, and... Um, and it's to the point where, you know, one of the, the parents that I interviewed, you know, is leaving off island to to get better services for uh, her sons. And as much as it pains her to leave, you know, the place she calls home, right. you know, she 
she knows that you know she that her boys need these you know certain right. services and she's hoping you know because she sees that they're you know like that she's finally yeah because yeah, you know coming. she's she's about to leave and she's she's like saying like oh you know all of a sudden like all these you know things are coming out so she has hope you know and she and she knows that she's gonna come back it's just a matter of when the services right. will finally yeah uh, be here and her boys are young so mm-hmm. um it's important to catch them and to teach them to give them that therapy that's required when they're younger you know Uh, like everything else if you catch them when they're young you know it's just that much better for them as they grow you know the thing too uh i think with the community the support you know with um um you know whether it be uh you know gpd gfd they are I guess with GFD, they what they're trained. You know, there's training that's in place. So when, you know, obviously when they respond to a medical emergency or a fire, and there, um, there's a person that they're responding to that is autistic. I guess they have training in place um, for that. Uh, is that something? Do you know if that's something that is, I guess, across the board in terms of GPD? Um, well, I know in the last few years, the judiciary has been calling us. They've been calling our organization and say, "Can can are you guys available to come and talk?" So they have like annual training for their employees. So we'll go in, and I, I've not been able to make it all, but we've had different parents going, and basically we just tell them. Um, about our children and how to work with them if there's there's um, an emergency or anything that might uh, scare them or you know and and so they've been at least doing that I mean by no means are we professionals yeah. but you know we are still the parents so we know how it's to the work awareness with, getting absolutely. it out there absolutely and and just for them asking you know we're very grateful that because if they come across our child we want them to be able to handle it the way they should versus Mm -hmm. if it's a bigger child and and they're scared and they come after these officers they might get hurt and it won't be really their you know either one's fault but um at least if they know that that there might be a possibility that there's a child with autism they might handle a situation differently and you know for you know for those parents you know that do watch this i guess um the new special when you noticed, you noticed that there was um, something wasn't right when when Joseph wasn't hitting certain milestones. I guess is that the point? At what point do you f- should a parent, I guess, go to their doctor, their family doctor, and say, you know, something is not? Right. I think the earlier the better, and um, if they can't go to a doctor, there's the Guam Early Intervention mm-hmm. Services that that can help um, get somebody to get a doctor to diagnose them. Or um, every year, I know GDOE because we just participated. They have what's called a, a fit, Head Start Fitness Fair, and they have all the all the organizations there that deal with children with disabilities. And then, uh, like we put out different games that mm-hmm. can help gauge their physical and mental um, abilities. Ours was fun this year because we had a, a dart gun, mm-hmm. and so that was hand-eye coordination, listening to instructions, stuff like that. But um, that was an avenue to bring um, the younger kids out to say, hey, if there might be an issue, this is the organization. And I think there's organizations out there, so if your doctor doesn't notice and, and you think, call the Guam Early Intervention Center. That's usually when people call us, that's where we send them. And they have a lot of resources that can help determine if your child maybe is not on the spectrum, but maybe um, ADHD or something else that we can help because they're still young. 
And, you know, and with um, with April being Autism Awareness Month, their activities are still, you know, we're still in obviously in April. Um, what are some of the activities or events that you have coming up for? Um, well, next weekend, Saturday, and we're very excited about it. Um, we're working with GFD and we're doing the fire truck pull, similar to the airplane pull, but they're pulling a fire truck. And um, teams, uh, teams can come enter in men's, women's, co-ed, or a high school division and just pull a truck and, and just know that uh, whether or not you win, mm-hmm. um, it's a win-win for the autism community because we're going we're, we're gonna to get all the proceeds. And, and we just hope more so than proceeds, we just want to keep getting the awareness out mm-hmm. there that, that we have children and families that are, are living with autism. And, you know, if people are listening, I guess, is there, is there still room for them to sign up or teams for signing Oh, yes, absolutely. So they can call Vicki Cruz at 727-1463 or myself at 687-1284. Or they can email autismcommunityguam at gmail.com. And then if there's families listening that are still interested, mm-hmm. the day after we're actually having our annual um, ACT Family Fun Day. And perfect atmosphere to come out and talk to other families and just see the other children Mm -hmm. with autism you know just having a day of fun and so whether or not they're members but they think they have a child with autism or maybe they just want to come support our organization they can come to either one of those events because we'll have a table there but Sunday is going to be the more fun event because we'll have water slides and, and <laughs> stuff. And But just the families just enjoying themselves, you know, in, in an atmosphere that they know everybody understands. And where is that going to be? That's, that's going to be at Santos Park mm-hmm. in Petey. That's right across. Um, that's right before the entrance to uh, Port Authority. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. it's that big park on the right-hand side. So nice. we're going to be there. So, And um, is there... And I, I think I might have asked you in the interview, I guess, what are your hopes for, for Joseph? You know, he's getting older. And yeah, <laughs> it's scary. He'll have a birthday in a couple of weeks, and he'll be 11. And, you know, right now he's still just learning uh, life skills. And mm-hmm. I, I, won't, I don't want to say just learning because he's made a lot of strides. You know, when he first picked up a cup to drink, that mm-hmm. was amazing. Uh, something that maybe a one-year-old, a normal child would do, and it wouldn't be a big deal. It was it was a big deal to us. And he's he's learned to dress himself. Unfortunately, that means he's used, he undresses himself whenever he wants to. <laughs> but I just want him to grow up um, and have the capability of doing what he needs to do, his life skills, and you know find something that that he enjoys that that hopefully could turn into. Uh, uh, a job or, or you know, uh, a career, just be happy. You know, what every parent wants of their child, we just want him to be happy, but to be able to get whatever services he can. And I know that um, um, you had mentioned, too, that when you do retire, you know, you want to put um, all your efforts into, you know, um, getting you know getting the services getting getting oh yeah um, you know up to up to par with with um with, yes, with the services absolutely for so you were saying how do i balance the two well <laughs> you know ever since my son was um was diagnosed and i know when he was first diagnosed i didn't have as much time but i started finding the time and because it's of course he's my son so it's very passionate Mm -hmm. but when i when i became more active and then eventually president of the autism community 
I've been meeting so many people and seeing that, man, there's just not a lot a lot of services or anything out there for our kids. And so what I want to do, um, aside from, I know Hunter Speaks is doing the Autism Center for mm-hmm. Therapy. I want to do a similar center, but we want to focus on just providing a location for our kids and our families. Um, so we want to have like maybe a deli or a coffee shop. And the employees are all our kids with autism. We'd like to have a child care center where we can provide a safe place for our kids with autism mm-hmm. so their families can work or maybe just enjoy lunch um, or anything like that. Have a conference center, have our offices there, just a place where our kids can be. And if we, if we, if we manage this right and we get a good enough piece of land, we want to build like tiny houses for our older population of autistic children that they can live there almost independently, but yet there's still somebody helping them along the way. So, you know, that's really my passion. And I know um, in the guard, we're, we're growing and we're more busy, but that's what I'm looking forward to, uh, to retiring and doing that on a full-time basis because I think um, ever since, like I said, he was diagnosed and then just meeting more parents, that's my whole future, my whole um, uh, focus has turned to that, just doing more for these kids. And, you know, seeing you talk about it, I am almost certain that we're going to we're, we're going to get it, you know. Well, I have a handful of not only other parents, but just <laughs> friends. And, and when I talk about it and they see, oh, my God. They're so excited and they want to do it. So I, I honestly believe, because I know I can't do it alone, but I honestly believe with the handful of people we have, and I'm sure other people would jump on the bandwagon, we're going to make this happen for our kids. We need to. Yes. We need definitely. to. And, you know, um, and that's where I see our kids growing up into, you know, Joseph is 11, but we have kids, like you mm-hmm. said, Eric's already 28 years uh-huh. old. You know, we need to do something for these kids. You know, like Eileen said, too, like she goes, you know, when when they graduate, they don't disappear you know they right. they, they you know what's next right they're know, out of them. the system yeah. but they're still in in they're still there in yeah. life so and we have to we have to take care of them it's we really need to do that i i honestly believe it and i honestly believe we will it'll take a, a little bit of work but i think the community has been coming out so mm-hmm. supportive i mean the Bank of Guam, for example, every time we have an event and we call on them, they're there, you know, to hey, whatever we need to do. And then Hunter Speaks calls on them and they're there, too, <laughs> you know. But not only that, they're there for a lot of the, the other services, the Cancer Society and the Red Cross. And, and I just think with community um, organizations like that, businesses, we're, we're going to make it. We're going to be successful in, in taking care of our kids. Well, thank you so much, Major Joe, for You're taking the welcome. time out to stop by and, and when you um, make me talk about that <laughs> <laughs> for stopping by and, and you know for sharing, uh, giving us a little bit of insight. Um, you know, I, I do hope that people take the time out to tune in on Monday, April twenty second. Uh, the new special is called "Putting the Pieces Together." Um, you know, I had the opportunity to interview a hand, just a handful. You know, it's it was four parents, but that's four of of totally uh, different yeah, parents. Yeah, I mean, hundreds. totally different children. Yeah, and and, and hun- just, you know, four of hundreds of, of yes. parents that are out there. And just to kind of get, a, I guess, a more personal look at, at some of the challenges, but also the triumphs of, of raising a child with uh, with autism. And so make sure to tune in. And you can also find it on our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash KUAM News. Um, again, thank you so much, Major Joe, for stopping by. Thank you for by. having us. Thank, thank you for your support. And thank you for listening. Until then, adios.
What's up, fellow online addicts? I'm Asha, and it's literally my job to scour the internet every day to see what you guys are saying about our stories and to see what you're snarking on. If you got beef with a particular island issue, we'll give your voice an extra boost on trend spotting. It's our weekly rundown of everything that's got you buzzing and what conversations you can't look away from. From the serious to the silly, from ludicrous news to legit headlines, from the weirdest Instagram posts to the most retweeted stories to the insane DMs we get, we're going to show you the deeper side of what's making group chats, what's trending, and what you're sharing. So check out Trendspotting on YouTube, on Facebook Live, and on IGTV, all at KUAM News. If you've got something to say, we'll sound off. We'll find you.